Today is Tuesday, July 28th. You're listening to T-Dad Talk. I'm Cameron Wayne. Today, Trinidad School District moves forward with plans for a hybridized reopening on September 8th. And in the state, cannabis sales continue to skyrocket through the pandemic. In the world, Walmart and Target announced they'll be closing their doors on Thanksgiving. So stick around. Support for today's podcast comes from the Chronicle News Media Group, presenting their free business marketing service, Project 360, to help reconnect businesses with their audiences. For more information, call 719-846-3311. Additionally, all T-Dad Talk episodes are produced by the Chronicle News Media with additional support from T-Dad Radio. Now let's jump in with today's weather. Well, it looks like showers and thunderstorms are in the forecast again today, mostly this evening with highs in the low 80s. Tonight, we'll drop to the mid-50s. For Wednesday, sunny skies return with highs near 90 degrees. Now, here's the news. Opening up the regular board meeting for Trinidad School District Number 1 on Wednesday, July 22nd, Superintendent for the Honey School District, Joe DeAngelis shared that they had discovered a formality recently regarding two Honey bus routes operating within the Trinidad District. DeAngelis passed around maps of the identified area and explained the taxes for the area had been going to Trinidad, not Honey. During discussion of approval to allow Honey to continue, several board members expressed that this was not the first time the issue had come up and in the past. Put up to another vote, the board decided again to decline the request. DeAngelis had stated previously that the district already had an alternative plan in that event. Also during public comment, President of the Youth Club of Trinidad, Carlos Lopez, and Executive Director Sadie Brown came forward to offer their support and facilities should they be needed by the district. The local youth center recently did some outside upgrades just before opening with limited capacity. Following Lopez, Donna Rott joined the meeting via online and expressed her concerns regarding the potential declaration of fiscal emergency, which was to be decided on later in the meeting. After reviewing budgets for the district compared to what the state would be providing, Rott said she didn't think the district had grounds based on the statute's requirements. Part of declaring the exigency was to allow the district freedom to make tough decisions down the line of laying off staff should it be needed. School board CFO Paul Gisilla expressed that it was not the intent of the district to have to let anyone go, but only to have some flexibility to move forward as prepared as possible. Even still, the majority of the board thought it sent a bad message to the teachers, and as it was not currently a problem, voted against the fiscal exigency until the point in time that it becomes absolutely necessary. The board also heard a presentation regarding the plan moving forward with beginning school on September 8th from Superintendent Dr. Bonnie Aaron and Learning Services Coordinator Selena Vallejos. Both explained that over the past few weeks, a team of about 25 staff made up the committee that had been reviewing CDE and Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment. Dr. Aaron also said they'd be developing just as sound plans for remote or fully in-person learning depending on how things go before school starts. Having other plans in place would allow them to quickly shift to remote should it be required by the health department. Aaron said that while it would be up to the district to submit a plan, it was ultimately up to the health department to decide what back-to-school will look like come September 8th. 
In the state, cannabis sales in Colorado set a new monthly record in May, hitting their highest level since recreational sales began in 2014. Dispensaries sold 192175937 dollars worth of products in May, according to data from the Department of Revenue's Marijuana Enforcement Division. That's up about 29% from April and an increase of 32% from May of last year. Sales at both medical and recreational pot shops hit monthly all-time highs at $42,989,322 and $149,186,615 respectively. Collectively, both sectors have sold more than $779 million in 2020 and paid more than $167 million in taxes and fees to the state. Dispensaries in the Centennial State were deemed essential businesses during the early days of the pandemic and the statewide stay-at-home order. So far, monthly cannabis sales this year have consistently outpaced 2019, which was the highest-grossing year on record. Today in the world, Target is joining Walmart and closing its stores on Thanksgiving Day, ending a decade-long tradition of jump-starting Black Friday doorbuster sales, the Associated Press reported yesterday. The move announced Monday comes as stores are rethinking this year's Black Friday shopping bonanza weekend, along with other key retail days during the holiday season as the country battles the coronavirus pandemic. With fears of a wave of virus cases in the fall, the biggest nightmare would be if retailers had to reclose during the most critical time of the year, analysts said. Happening today, give yourself a good stretch with Mount Carmel's Gentle Stretching Virtual Class at noon. To join, visit their website, mountcarmelcenter.org. And if you know of any upcoming events we should be aware of, please do not hesitate to reach out to us here at the Chronicle News so we can make sure to spread the word. As always, for a deeper look into today's stories, visit the Chronicle News website, thechronicle-news.com, and support your local journalism with a subscription. Thanks for sticking around for another T-Dad Talk. If you liked this podcast, be sure to click that subscribe button and also drop us a message on our T-Dad Radio Facebook page and let us know how we're doing. I always love hearing the creative ways we can continue to make what we do here at The Chronicle even better. Uh, another special thanks to The Chronicle News Media Group and their Project 360 services free to help local businesses reconnect with their audiences. This is Cameron Wayne. Have a great day. This is Chronicle News Media.